This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Wednesday, Ceviche Wednesday, October 4th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It is a T-Boy, Jack. First, Yetis, do you want to know how we create this pod every day? Or do you want to know who composed the musical jingle to this pod? We answered both those questions in today's newsletter, the best newsletter yet. And you can ask us almost anything, and we'll answer it almost every week in our newsletter. <laughs> Subscribe at tboypod.com slash newsletter to find out. Jack will even tell you the secret. Secret ingredient in his pineapple peanut butter smoothies. Yeah, the secret ingredient, no pineapple. I'm pretty sure you said pineapple on the pod, Jack. <laughs> the mic was on. First story, what do we got for the show, man? The trial of crypto fraudster Sam Bankman-Fried began just yesterday, and there are six juicy details we have to share. Get this, SBF paid Tom Brady $55 million for 20 hours of work. For our second story, Paramount Pictures, they just did something unprecedented with Mean Girls. They put Mean Girls on TikTok for free in 23 different clips. It's 107 minutes of swiping Mean Girls. She doesn't even go here. And our third and final story, millennials are behind on home ownership. They're behind on income and they're behind on family building. But there is one financial area where we're shockingly beating the boomers. And what is it, Jack? We're beating the boomers in retirement. Retirement? Millennials? Can't wait to hear more. But yet is before we had that fantastic mix. I love this mix, Jack. Great mix today. Italy just created the craziest new sport Nick and I have ever seen. The Italians just created a new sport. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Trash 
lugging. Yeah. Hauling garbage is now a competitive sport in Italy. Agenda is hosting what they call the World Plogging Championship. The World Plogging Championship is a competitive race where runners are also encouraged to pick up and carry trash with them. And now here's the key, Jack. You want to sprinkle on a little more context, please? The winner isn't the runner who finishes first. No, who is the winner, Jack? It's the one who runs furthest while carrying the most amount of garbage. Ipso facto, it is the World Cup of Waste. 70 athletes compete in this six-hour competition. And here's why. Turns out Italy has a little bit of a rubbish problem. There's a bad trash collection system in Italy, from Naples to Milan. You're tossing the bottles of Chianti and you got too much excess mozzarella. So this new sport solves one of society's problems over there through competition. Because scoring is based on weight and environmental impact of that trash. The heavier and harder the trash you're hauling, the more points you're winning. For example, a tire, that's worth five points. A broken fridge, that's worth eight points. An unrecyclable battery and a computer hard drive with some weird wire sticking out of it. That's a 12-pointer. By the way, if there's a cannoli on the side of the road, someone littered, you could eat it. Bonus points. But Nick, who was the winner of this trash competition in Genoa this year? Jack, it wasn't an Italian, but it was a Spaniard. Señor Manuel Jesus Ortega Garcia. That Spanish plumber hauled a shocking 320 pounds of waste over 16 miles. He hauled an air conditioner, a shopping cart, and some random pipes 16 miles. So the next time it's 11 o'clock and you're like, crap, I forgot to take out the trash. Don't be upset. Just remember, you're training for a big event. We'll see you at the World Trash Cup in 2024. May the best junk win. <laughs> Jack, let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, Sam Bankman-Fried is on trial for a massive crypto fraud, and he could spend the rest of his life behind bars. The evidence will show that geniuses are eccentric, but so are frauds. And the details are juicy. But yet is yesterday. The trial began for Sam Bankman Freed. Ah, paging Judge Judy and Joe Brown. We're talking about the disgraced founder and former CEO of FTX, the crypto exchange. Nick, can you sprinkle on some context to what this man allegedly did? I mean, I usually like to ask you, but what the heck? I'll do it, Jack. <laughs> yeah, these crypto investors deposited billions of their own money into FTX to invest in crypto. But instead of using that money to invest in Dogecoin for you, Sam Bankman Freed stole your money if you invested in crypto and he spent it lavishly on himself. Now it's up to the prosecutors to prove that he stole that money and spent it on himself. If they're successful, he faces up to 115 years in prison. Probably much less because people don't live that long. <laughs> now, Yeti's perfect timing for this story because we also just got the tell-all book about Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, on the same day. Written by Mr. Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis, by the way, is the Beethoven of business books. We're talking about the guy behind Moneyball, The Big Short, The Blind Side. He did them all. And funny coincidence, just like Walter Isaacson had close access to Elon Musk as Twitter's craziness happened, Michael Lewis had close access to SBF as his FTX downfall happened. Yeah, Michael Lewis spent months 
at FTX's headquarters in the Bahamas, at Sam Bankman-Fried's mansion with the crypto wunderkind. And he spills the details of those months they spent together in his new book, Going Infinite, and the details, oh, Jack, they are juicy. According to this book, which came out yesterday, Sam Bankman-Fried paid Larry David $10 million to do that infamous Super Bowl ad for FTX. Curb that enthusiasm, Jack. <laughs> he gave Steph Curry $35 million to do another ad campaign. But those aren't even the craziest. Jack, can you whip up the craziest number for us? Sam Bankman-Fried paid his buddy Tom Brady $55 million for just 20 hours of consulting work. $55 million. Yeah, he's SBF paid Tom Brady 3 million bucks an hour just to talk about crypto and be his friend occasionally. That's a pretty high hourly rate. Maybe he should have quit the football earlier. Oh, according to this book, he also ordered an architect to draw up plans for a new FTX headquarters. <laughs> yeah. In the shape Jack, of his afro. I just want to point out that pause was natural because Jack just like could not even get the words out. This he was so shocking. He insisted the building be in the same shape as his unruly haircut. Now that's all page six kind of stuff. But on the financial side, Sam Bankman-Fried was also a pretty awful manager, wasn't he, Jack? At one point, SBF was asked to name the board of directors of his company. He only had three directors on his board and he couldn't name two of them. He couldn't name two of the three people who are his boss. And he's the CEO. And that led to our funny observation. A lot of the things we just mentioned are the kind of things a con artist would do. But they're also things a genius might do. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies following SBF? Geniuses are eccentric, but so are frauds. Yeah, there were so many red flags that this book reveals that SBF's rise should have been stopped way earlier. Instead, his investors confused those red flags for brilliance. Case in point, his addiction to video games. Once, Sam Bankman-Fried played League of Legends on his phone while he was on a panel on stage at an economics conference. Yeah, the host Sequoia should have interpreted that as a red flag, but instead, they wanted him even more. They're like, this guy must be a genius. He's on stage playing video games. Another SPF red flag, his choice to headquarter the company in the Bahamas. The Bahamas is a good choice for a genius who likes running his company at a beach. True. But it's also a good choice if you're running a Ponzi scheme. Besties, this book even reveals that SPF considered paying Donald Trump $5 billion to not run for president. Yeah, he's added all up, and the things we just told you could be details in the biography of a genius. Or they're equally likely to be on the rap sheet of a convicted felon. Because geniuses are eccentric, but so are frauds. For our second story, Paramount just did something unprecedented in the movie industry. It put the entire movie on TikTok for free. You can now watch Mean Girls on TikTok for free in 23 posts. You have to watch it in 23 posts. Get it, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> yeah, he's Mean Girl the movie. It turns 19 this year. Yeah, and what does that mean, Jack? What does that mean? It means the movie is now older than the characters in the movie. We were very proud of that observation, by the way. Yes, we were. <laughs> it made $130 million at the box office the year it came out in 2004. Jack, you want to sprinkle on a little surprise context? Yeah. 
2004 is the same year The Notebook came out. Huge year for Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams was in Mean Girls and The Notebook in the same year. Two iconic movies for the millennial generation. And Mean Girls grossed more money than The Notebook did. On Wednesday, we wear pink and we watch it. This movie made Fetch happen, literally. Written by Tina Fey, she also starred in the movie, Mean Girls is a comedy about the drama of high school life at the cool girls table. But yet there's a problem facing Mean Girls right now. And what is it, Jack? It's so popular, like other popular movies, it gets pirated. People keep posting this movie online for free and Paramount's not making any money on that. Which leads to the surprising new initiative Paramount Pictures sprung on us this week. Paramount just put all of Mean Girls online for free. It's unusual for a company to give away one of its most popular products for free on the internet. It's unusual-er for them to put it for free on TikTok. Yeah, because this movie studio had to slice Mean Girls into 23 different TikTok posts. Yetis, we repeat, you can't watch the whole Mean Girls movie on TikTok. Like, how do you watch the movie, Jack? They have time limits, so the 107 minutes gets spread across 23 separate clips. Yetis, this is the first time in cinematic history that a studio has sliced its entire movie onto TikTok into mini videos. Because Paramount's not a regular studio, it's a cool studio. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if this happened to one of Quentin Tarantino's movies? He'd have a panic attack. Kubrick is like, oh my God, judging. Picture watching The Godfather on TikTok. It's part one of 50. Scorsese can't even handle it right now, Jack. Paramount labeled each of the 23 clips, part one, part two, part three, up to part 23. And then they pressed upload on the Mean Girls TikTok account. It's still there. You can watch it for free. And there's nothing Regina George can do about it. So, Jack, since I've got a 1 a.m. curfew, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Mean Girls? You don't want to consume content. You want to snack on it. Yeti's amazing quote Jack and I found from Jeff Bezos. He refers to how we consume entertainment right now as information snacking. Just like the surge happening right now in literal snack food, there's a surge of snacking on media, too. Yeah, we're actually spending more time watching things, but we like to pick through quicker bites while we're watching everything all in one place. And that's what Paramount just did by putting Mean Girls on TikTok. You do have the attention span to sit and watch a whole movie on a daily basis. But you prefer doing it by snacking on scene seven, then flipping a couple TikTok videos, then snacking on scene eight. Because Yetis, the real trend in content right now isn't shorter. It's about snacking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, it is. How good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottle it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yeah, it is. Bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst. And then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot T-Boy. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. For our third and final story, millennials are actually doing one financial thing better than every other generation. We are behind on most things financial, but we're crushing it when it comes to retirement savings. Yetis, we're going to get right to it over here. Everyone rips on millennials. Jack, can you whip out that whiteboard of the list of things we killed? We killed beer. We killed bangs. We killed wearing suits to work. We've killed phone calls. We killed buzz cuts. We killed golf. We killed cereal. And haters also love listing the ways that millennials are financially behind. And you know what? We are. There are two big areas our generation is behind. And what are they, Jack? Homes and salaries. Yeah. The first, home ownership. You're living with your parents later and you're buying your home later. The starter home that boomers bought when they were in their 20s? Lovely. No such thing anymore, by the way. Yeah, must be nice. The second thing we're behind on is salaries. We're still waiting for that promo to VP. Because wages have grown less than inflation, but student loans have grown way more than inflation. And those unpaid internships really didn't help, Jack. That's why millennials are behind on home ownership and salaries in this country. But here's the news, and it is shocking, and it is bright, Jack. One financial category that millennials are winning on? Retirement savings. A Fort Myers, Millennial Millie has more retirement savings than Boomer Bob. According to Vanguard data, millennials are in better shape for retirement than Boomers and Gen X. Now, besties, Jack and I jumped in T-Boy style, and here's what the numbers show. When millennials retire, we'll have enough savings to cover 60% of our pre-retirement income. Yeah, what's that mean? We have enough savings, social security payments, and retirement accounts on average to make up 60% of the salary we had before we retired. Ipso facto, you can spend 60% as much in retirement as a millennial as you did in your prime working years. What about for boomers and Gen X? How prepared are they for retirement? So glad you asked, Jack, because it's a slightly different situation. Boomers and Gen X have only saved enough to replace 50% of their pre-retirement income. Which means that millennials are best in class when it comes to preparing for retirement. That's right. I am going to order another avocado toast. And a third double-digit latte to top it off. And still buy a condo in that community in Florida. Linda. As we discuss this story <laughs> over a bottomless brunch. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies who are millennials? The reason millennials are ahead on retirement, it's not prudence, it's policy. Yetis, this all comes down to the 401k, the retirement account plan that takes a tiny bit of each of your paychecks and invests it in stocks. Many companies match the 401k. So when we retire, we have even more retirement money we can withdraw. But here's the key. Back in 2006, just as millennials hit the job market, a crucial policy change boosted enrollment in 401k programs. In 2006, Congress passed a bill encouraging companies to auto-enroll their employees in 401ks. Instead of requiring a worker to opt into a 401k program, they were required to opt out because they were automatically enrolled. Workers were still free to do as they please. Congress just encouraged companies to change the default. And that default change on the 401k changed everything about our retirement. Millennials have more savings because they didn't have to actively decide to save. 
It was automatic. Yeti's the auto 401k. It just put millennials ahead in retirement. Jack, could you whip up the takeaways for us for Ceviche Wednesday? Sam Bankman-Fried is on trial for massive crypto fraud. The tricky thing for us to remember, Yetis, geniuses are eccentric, but so are frauds. For our second story, Paramount Studios just put an entire movie, Mean Girls, on TikTok. Because we don't want shorter content, we just want to snack on it. And our third and final story is Millennials. We're on pace to replace 60% of our income in retirement with savings. The reason millennials are beating boomers and Gen X on retirement, it's all thanks to the auto 401k. Opt-in is better than opt-out. You should definitely talk to your boss about this, by the way. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, for the first time in American history, the Speaker of the House has lost his job. Congressman Kevin McCarthy was just ousted as Speaker of the House by his own Republican Party. And as of this recording, the Republican-controlled House is leaderless. And second, Chipotle just began testing its automated burritos and automated salads. Uh, Jack, remember that avocado that we covered on the pod? Yeah, the robot that slices avocados. Well, now your next bowl, Yetis, could be made by a burrito bot. And third, after 13 years, of resistance, the Federal Reserve has finally joined Instagram. Our nation's central bank can now like your photos. They're finally on Instagram. There you go. You can slide into my DM too with my Venmo code. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Dylan Steinfeld from lovely Atlanta, Georgia. Push and play. Here we go. Yetis and besties, I need to address the elephants in the room. On Friday, Nick and Jack mentioned that a humpback whale weighs the equivalent of 33 elephants. In fact, a blue whale, which is five times bigger than a humpback whale, is the equivalent of 33 elephants. But it's more complicated than that because there are both Asian and African elephants. The blue whale's breach would be equivalent to 38 Asian elephants, 24 African elephants, or for good measure, 75 elephant seals. The San Diego Zoo needs to hire this man. And we need to be more precise with our marine mammals, Nick. Jack, that's the last time we mess with pachyderms and marine mammals in the same fact. What's a pachyderm? It's a marine mammal on land, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan's going to submit another borderline correction best fact. Dylan's got a correction for us. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yetis, you look fantastic today. And remember, if you want to hear the answers to our Ask Us Almost Anything, check out our T-Boy newsletter every day. You can subscribe at tboypod.com slash newsletter or just click the link in today's show description. If you know, you know. Jack and I will see you tomorrow. Before we go, a happy birthday to Yeti Ellie Howland, who's listening to us at half speed over in Chicago. And congratulations to Grace Maida, who's celebrating a birthday and a pregnancy in Italy right now with Nico. And Craig Carey is taking care of the kids for his birthday, not too shabby, over in Clifton, Virginia. Happy 25th birthday to Trey in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, and a birthday correction for us. It was Drew and Bob McDermott, who are twins, having a birthday, turning 56 over in Spain. And happy 8th birthday to Dahlia Matthews in Gilbert, Arizona. Dahlia, keep learning, keep reading, and make school today a T-boy. And congratulations to Nicholas Garcia, Super Mario's favorite buddy who just started pre-K down in Atlanta. And Morgan and Wiley Brashar are celebrating a 7th anniversary, get this, with two weeks in Paris, oh, and Rome, oh, and Florence. Not too shabby. And a huge shout-out to Kelsey Black, a hardcore Yeti who's on the way to a bookseller's convention in Denver 
wearing her pink T-boy hat. She got a full scholarship to attend. Congratulations, Kelsey. Best book owner in the T-Boy universe. And finally, congratulations to Bonita Chester and the whole Oclo team who just signed a huge deal with the U.S. Air Force up in Alaska. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-Boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. Nick and I both own stock of Chipotle. <laughs> the secret ingredient is no pineapple. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> funny response. That was a really funny response. You keep pushing this narrative. That's just not true. <laughs> I mean, the mics were on. Pretty sure you said pineapple. No. I didn't. Adam, can we bring out the tapes? It's like a black and white footage of Jack going, I love pineapple. Yeah, like a like a political yeah. hit ad. And yeah. then I put in the pineapple. Yeah, he's yeah. going to Logan Roy this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Two cups of mango, six pineapples. It's like, what's my favorite smoothie? Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mouth's going like banana. <laughs> like, pineapple. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.